This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes a friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. Mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade of the law. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange. I'm Sal. Joel. Welcome to the show, everybody. Just kick your shoes off, relax. We're going to have a few laughs and build our own Avengers teams. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. This was started, again, another brilliant idea from Joel. Uh, I was complaining about how I hate Aaron's Avengers. And before you get started, yes, I've heard your pleas about Agents of Wakanda <coughs> being a better Avengers team. The book's canceled, and I had a look uh, at that roster. I don't know. <laughs> it was definitely an interesting roster, and I feel bad for Zub because he was putting so much passion. That, and he lost his Empire tie-in, too, on top of that. They're like, no, you're not even getting that, and your book is canceled in the same way. Wait, did he? Because he, uh, he wrote the Avengers Empire tie-in. Yes, he right? did. What is that canceled? He was supposed to write a. Oh, I don't know. His Avengers tie-in is still there, but Agents of Wakanda was supposed to get an Empire tie-in too. So he was supposed to write like three books, and he ends up only writing one now. Oh, okay, all right. I, yeah, that's fine. Only three issues for Avengers Empire, whatever. Uh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you are not familiar with the show, this is where we take a topic, we break it down for about an hour, and then uh, if you want to have more of that show, you can go to patreon.com slash comic pop, get a bonus episode. Uh, it's a little shorter where Joel and I kind of shoot the shit afterwards, it's like a post show. Uh, if mm-hmm. you want to help support the show, you are a sponsor of today's episode. If you're watching the show live, all you got to do is use super chat, make a comment or a question, read it here on the show, weave it in organically so it doesn't disrupt the flow. Uh, don't worry if you do uh, use super chat, you, we will get to you while the show is live. Uh, so yeah, uh, let's jump into it. Uh, so the, yeah, the idea was I was complaining endlessly about how like I hate Aaron's Avengers. I don't want to like read this anymore. I I drop the right. book like after the first arc. I'm like I can't. Uh, and I keep like bombing in every once in a while and being like, man, you know what I miss? And the Zub book actually surprised me because that cover, the McNiven cover of Cap being like Avengers Assemble, mm-hmm. and you see all these Avengers behind him, suggested to me that it was going to be one of those like building a roster up issues. And I was yeah, like, yeah. this is going to be great. No, it's not that. Now, Zub did call upon his own Avengers. He was like, who did I like from No Surrender and No Road Home? You, uh, you, you, and you, you're coming in. Uh, plus Black Knight. But at the same time, you know, it's not an Avengers building team. And part of the fun yo. of any Justice League or Avengers book is that issue that they dedicate to the heroes kind of like agonizing over which characters to choose to put on the team. That was one of my favorites, and it's a really endearing trope too, isn't it? Absolutely. No, that's literally, it's one of my favorite Just League issues is, I think it's after Infinite Crisis when they're like, we got to build a league, we got to build it stronger. And like, Superman and Wonder Woman are like, Let's put Dick on the team, for God's sake. I <laughs> love that Good bitch. stuff. Uh, Even but, do it in the cartoon, too. Uh, what is it? When they move from Justice League to Justice League Unlimited, yep. they have a whole episode where they go around and recruit people. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what the first issue of your new Avengers run should be, is 
justifying, explaining, and having fun with picking your roster. Teasing, flirting with the idea, who might be in the book? Because then you can put every character that appears and doesn't end up on the team on the cover, sell some more, uh, sell some more units. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, another thing, too, you know, when I watched your uh, Aaron Avengers episode and I'm kinder to Aaron's Avengers than you are. But it was such a it was such a good idea where it's like, man, you know what we should do? We should should do this like a sports draft is what it should be. You know, I from the Joel delegation uh, would like to request uh, so and so on my Avengers team. I believe in the way sports work, it's the person who has the worst record who gets to pick first. Maybe we should flip a coin Mm. for this one and see who gets to pick first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't really have a coin, but I do have this. Do you have a coin? I do not. I okay. probably should. Right? Uh, but I'm down. Um, I also, for added bonus, just to keep the show going, uh, I inquired on my co-host Tiffany. And I was like, what's your Avengers? Nice. So I have her Avengers teams as well uh, that we're going to throw in Wonderful. once in a while. Uh, but yeah, so let's do it. Um, my, my, uh, yeah. So, all right, let's see who's going first. Uh, it's you. Hey, woo, Joel wins one. Joel <laughs> wins one. Yeah. Bound to happen. Uh, all right, so for my team here, I put together, and I'm sure you did this too, with a theme in mind. What's the one thing that brings all these Avengers together? What's kind of the backbone of the book? And the backbone I picked was... Heroes with dark past or history that they are trying to overcome in one way or another. And uh, I, I kind of broke it down into subheadings where it's like, you know, who's the muscle, who's the tech smarts, et cetera, et cetera. And I think uh, now that I picked first, I need to pick the person who they were the only one I didn't pick an alternate for. Everyone else I picked alternates for oh, okay. in case in case you picked it or Tiffany picked one, I wanted to have alternates. This is the one person I didn't pick an alternate for, and I'm glad I got him. That person is Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier. Obviously, he's been an Avenger before, but not as himself. He was an Avenger as Captain America, so technically he counts. I do believe he was on the Secret Avengers at one point as Winter Soldier. He he led the new Avengers as Cap. He was on the Secret Avengers. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, the Secret Avengers. Yes um so yeah you're good okay because that was my other thing too where it's like to make this an official avengers draft they have to have been in a book called avengers it doesn't matter if it was savage or new or uncanny but they had to have been an avenger at some point if it was just the whole marvel universe that's a whole other show but uh, yeah i want bucky i think he makes a lot of sense and i think my idea for having him be kind of the field leader of this team is cat being like look you know bucky I'm, I'm too busy in my own book i'm technically still on the run from the law right now yet i still show up in aaron's avengers it's perhaps in a very weird place right now where it shouldn't make sense but right. they're just like, whatever. Avengers is Avengers. Captain America is Captain America. But Bucky's great. Has this dark past, but also inspires a lot of respect. And I think this is the book that kind of, and I know lots of writers have tried this, but get him out of, you know, Steve's shadow and kind of become a man and a leader in and of his own right. So he's the guy who I want to lead my Avengers team. Right on. Okay. Um, when it comes to uh, my roster, uh, I, I, <clears throat> I needed... Steve Rogers, Captain America. He is integral to my conceit. And based on what I'm thinking in terms, and I don't know about you, but I'm thinking in terms of things that I want to see 
mixed right. with the things that I think will sell. It has to also mm, be a book naturally. that I think will actually sell. And it, it you know, because you could you could pick any roster, you could make any combination of Avengers. And it might mm. be cool, it might be fun, it might be something you've always wanted, but it might not be the kind of thing that appeals to a mass audience, and it might not be a thing that actually, like, sells. Uh, and, and so I'm trying to think of it in terms true. of that. But I had a kind of ear to that ground, but at the same time, like, eh, we're not going to work, we're not going to be too beholden to that concept. But I, uh, for my conceit, right. I really wanted Captain America, I needed, I needed Steve Rogers for this team. Now, to preface this, I am a big New Avengers fan. My my Avengers team is the New Avengers. What I have right. loved to just say, uh, my roster includes Spider-Man, Luke Cage, Jessica Drew, uh, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist. You know, like, would it have just been New Avengers if I had my druthers? I would love to bring back the New Avengers and just make that a book. Whether it be the Defenders, whether Actually. it be a new team, you know, the, the New York City team, uh, the Empire State. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I would love to New see York that. The Giants. Yeah, the Giants. Uh, but I, I want to see that. But I understand that that's not what this show is. We're, we're building a different, we're building different teams. And right. uh, so I just wanted to say, I wanted to preface it by being like, listen, I, if, I, if I could, I would just bring back the New Avengers and call it New Avengers. Because, like, why not? No, one, no other book has ever lived up to the title ever since then. And for some reason, Marvel has refused to do anything with it. It's like Superior Spider-Man, where it's like you had an out. You had an option of making a Superior Spider-Man ongoing after you brought back Peter Parker. They didn't. Then they did. But it's like there's a there's an old expression about striking while the iron's hot. That iron (laughs) cooled considerably by the time they actually went, oh, people want that. I guess we'll do it. Which is a shame. Yeah, and then it ended poorly anyway. Uh, but with Damn. New Avengers, it's like, that's a brand, it's a good title, and it's not like that weirdo, like, Savage Avengers or Avengers USA or whatever the hell. Like, this is, no, it's New Avengers. It has, it had two volumes, three volumes, actually. Uh, you know, you, you, could make, you could make money off of that and yeah. keep people happy, and it wouldn't step on the toes of any of your other Avengers books. Anyway, mm. my proselytizing aside, uh, yeah, so I wanted Steve Rogers on my team. Um, Love it. Who, who else you need? Well, again, you know, uh, keeping with a bit of a theme here of darker heroes, you know, trying to make good. Uh, this guy had one of the best series from Chip Zdarsky that I don't think anybody read, which is a shame. Uh, he would fill the muscle role on my team, but he'd also fill like a dozen other roles. I didn't want just another Hulk. I thought that was a bit of a cop out. I think, you know, you could have other fun, interesting muscle characters. I want Namor. I think Bucky would pick Namor to have his back. Namor has been an Avenger and Namor has a lot of wrong he's done recently that he needs to make up for i imagine him being on this team would be like a work release program i love that idea uh he's also i think he's if, if he hasn't been an avenger he's been an invader and yes. i don't think i've ever seen him i don't think i've seen him on that team in forever and i think he was like really early on for a minute because namor's super freaking old oh, that's the thing and he's also like he he has a kinship with Bucky that I think uh, would be really fun to see explored. Love that. A relationship different than his relationship with Cap. Namor likes Bucky more, and he has often said, you know why I like you, Bucky? Because you're not afraid to kill motherfuckers sometimes. You know, sometimes <laughs> they need to die. <laughs> yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that being said, I, I can imagine Namor kind of like complaining, mostly because he's like, 
when I knew Steve, we both killed people together. But then at some point, yeah. like he he got over it. <laughs> you changed, man. You, you changed. changed. And Cap's like, they were Nazis, man. <laughs> also, you know, a fun thing, too, because, you know, uh, Namor, very sexual individual. I'm sure you could have a lot of fun soap operas with all the other uh, women on the team and everything. Maybe push them in some different directions. And oh, I yeah. plan to. Oh, absolutely. No, you got to You got to play that angle. You got to make it because it's like it's about people and they are they have extraordinary abilities. They get in, in, in battles. But the real stuff is the drama. And, and, yeah, and I haven't seen I've seen Namor used as a sex icon. I've seen him used as like a, a foil or a, an antagonist mm-hmm. or even a MacGuffin. But I've never seen him actually like in a relationship. I mean, I've seen him in that, no. but I haven't seen him explored in that in a long time, much less in, in a like casual relationship. Remember, remember when Iron Man was on the Guardians for like a hot minute and he slept with Gamora oh. and it was just like, we did that. I do remember that. They were like, we, we did that. Let's let's do oh. that. I would love to see the interplay a of weird drama. Time. Yeah, but I'd love to see that kind of interplay and drama explored with like, someone just sleeps with Namor, and it's like, what a mistake that was. He's such a jerk. Like, who knows? Or maybe it's like, I can't help it. Like, <laughs> he is a jerk, yes. Yeah, I'm a bit of a... He's just really and maybe good. a bit of a sex addict. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who sure knows? Is. And- and plus, too, having a king of a foreign nation, too. I mean, it's worked for Aquaman forever. It's worked for Black Panther forever. The, you know, my my duty as a hero conflicts with my duty as a king and a political leader and everything. And li- really, I shouldn't be able to go to other nations and fight crime without starting an international incident. But I do it anyway. It's like everyone at the UN is just kind of like, and Namor's going to do what he wants. So uh-huh. whatever. Uh, Blocko3344 says, just wanted to support you guys since I caught this live. Uh, thank you very much, Blocko. Uh, how did you feel about Immortal Hulk being off on his own and She-Hulk as the Avengers Hulk? Joel? I thought it made, I mean, I thought it made sense at the time where it's like, yeah, the Hulk, Hulk's getting too real and too weird and too cosmic and horrifying. Yeah, he, he should not be on the Avengers <laughs> right now. And yeah, and yeah, She-Hulk makes sense to fill in. I necessarily love everything Aaron has been doing with the character. Not really, but Ewing seems to actually have something in mind. The immortal She-Hulk one-shot and even what's happening with her in Empire. Like, hey, I found this hammer and I'm happy now. Oh, but they're controlling your mind, though, aren't they, Jen? Yeah, totally. That's that's a shoe that's going to drop later. Uh-huh. I don't even really consider Jen to be like a Hulk replacement. She is... I consider Jen more of an Avenger than Hulk. Like I remember more stories with Jen Walters being an Avenger than Bruce Banner. So for me, it's true. You know, if Hulk is an Avenger, you know, he's a movie Avenger. He's a founding Avenger from the be- from the very beginning of the title, but he leaves the team a few issues later. All the time. Like he's rarely a real he is a founding member of the Avengers, but I don't really consider him to be like a, a, a must have Avengers member. I do consider Jen to be kind of indispensable when it comes to the Avengers. Uh, that being said, I didn't put her on any of my Avengers team. Um, Jacob McCreary. I didn't want to double dip in anything that's going on right now that's was my true. thing. Yeah, me too. I wanted to do something else. I'm, I'm seeing it right now. Let's move on. Uh, Jacob McCreary, yeah. first time catching you guys live. Welcome, Jacob. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for giving me a good comic outlet. Oh. It's hard being a frat boy who loves comic books. <laughs> I, I, that's amazing. Good for you, man. And uh, oh, yeah. I can imagine. Uh, Marcus Powell, interest comic discussion. Thank you very much. I'm glad you dig it. 
and Rebel Friend. New Avengers is my go-to team, but I'm also a sucker for the D-listers like Joel. Have a great day, you guys. Hey. Joel, would you say that that is what you have here? Is it is it D-listers? I don't think Bucky's a D-lister. No, no, and Namor is certainly not a D-lister. Yeah. I would say they're probably... <laughs> Their Namor's had some bad years, and again, that Sadarsky Invaders book was so fucking good, and it was basically a Namor story, and nobody goddamn read it, even though it's the best he's been in decades. Yep, yep, that's true. I I slept on it until I rem- until I heard Zadarsky was on. I'm like, oh, he did that? Crap! Brought back the Serpent Crown. He brought that back. How great! <laughs> and then they did a whole event that no one read about the Serpent Crown. I know I couldn't believe that. Um, by the way, I haven't I haven't addressed Tiffany's team yet, um, so I will. Oh, yeah. there, actually, she has two teams. She's got an Avengers team. So let's stick with Avengers. We'll, we'll go off the beaten path later. But like with Avengers, her her team leader, she'd like Misty Knight. Oh, that's an excellent choice. Misty never gets enough respect, even though she's so prominent in other stuff and just just a good character in general. That's the thing. She's a great character. She is a leader in her own right. She's a police officer. And I don't know if she's ever really been an Avenger. So it'd be kind of cool to see her kind of like take on that role. Plus, you know, Cap Cap's used to like leading gods and otherworldly beings who mm. can punch a giant invading alien. Cap's usually the boots on the ground, the kind of like strategic leader. That's the role that Misty would play, where it's like just because they're the Avengers and just because they're fighting a cosmic horror doesn't mean that Misty doesn't have a crucial role to play in that in that team. So Misty, the role she did play in Daughters of the Dragon and uh, that very short lived all female uh, Defenders book. Yes, that's right. Cool idea. The Defenders. Yes. Yeah. Uh, So who else you got? All right, so we got a field leader. We got some muscle. Obviously, we need some comedy in here. And I think one of the funniest Avengers, you know, he's a schlub, but he's also an everyman. Scott Lang, the Ant-Man. Again, you get get a bit of a movie connection there. I think the Ant-Man movies did better than anyone gave them any credit for. And man, that last Nick Spencer uh, Ant-Man run was just wonderful. And this would also kind of be a coming back to the Avengers for him. Cause with empire, they had a bit of a falling out and he mm-hmm. went into space and he's kind of been adrift now. I think this would be a good thing for him to come back and rejoin the team. And with him there, you get connection to the Ant-Man legacy and, you know, the young Avengers through his daughter and everything you can do so much through Scott Lang. He's a great conduit. Absolutely. I completely agree. Speaking of Langs, I'd like stature on my team, please. Hey, there you go. Nice. Uh, I, I, I really like stature as a character. I think she uh, could stand on her own and has. Uh, and I think mm-hmm. she's a great foil. And well, I don't think stature would sell a book. I think her visual is fun and could sell an Avengers okay. title. Uh, as far as you would also have to get her. Okay. You also have to get her back to being stature because I think she's still stinger at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, stature, stinger, whatever. But, uh, you know, I, I, I prefer stature. That's my first incarnation for her of mine. But I understand. And I'm, I'm, I'm fine with either one. It's Cassie Lang. Stick her on my team. Um, I appreciate you getting some youth on your team, too. I went back and forth with some young people on my team, but ultimately didn't do it. Nice. Uh, Tiffany's Avengers team, Misty Knight's leading. She'd like Wolverine. James Howlett, straight up X-Men's Wolverine. Uh, This is straight up commercialization. She's like, we got to sell this book. (laughs) 
I want Wolverine sells books and like it's a little bit of a new Avengers connection. She doesn't have much crossover at all with the new Avengers, but there was some commercial appeal and some fun of having Wolverine on the team. Plus, as we all know, multitasking is his superpower. And he hasn't been an Avenger in forever. Like, I keep waiting, like, okay, the clock is counting down. He's going to be an Avenger any day now, right? They're going to bring him back because they're allowed to, because the movie deals have been worked out. I wonder if Hickman is stopping that, where it's like, no, my X-Men are my X-Men, and they're over here, and no one gets to touch them. Well, they have the Savage Avengers, and I think he's technically on the Mm. cover of, like, almost every issue, but it's more that we wanted to see David Finch draw Conan and Wolverine fight, which is, like... That's the book, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) The the fact that Marvel has the Aliens and Predator and Conan licenses, but hasn't actually done like the Conan they've milked to death. I and and every single Conan book has been solid, if not excellent. So Mm. not complaining Mm -hmm. about that. But I'm worried that like they haven't really done the like Conan versus Wolverine book. And I'm I really don't want Xenomorphs to just be ubiquitous in the Marvel Universe. If they're in a book, you got to do Aliens versus and then your insert character from Marvel. Like, don't, don't just make it a thing. Like, make it an event each time it happens. Uh, but not like an event, like a, like a Marvel Comics event. Like an event, like, like something worth celebrating. Naturally. Uh, Yo Block 1000 says, Superior Spider-Man in San Francisco was a terrible idea. They missed the chance to pit him against Kindred and Sin Eater. Well, he, he's not around. I mean, he hasn't been, they, they did miss the chance to do that, but those characters weren't invented by the time they got rid of Superior Spider-Man. How did that book end? Did he go back to being evil at the end of it? I didn't yeah. even pay that much attention. Yeah, he did. Okay, so he's bad again. But yeah. Oh, he's he still not has bad. the young body. He's though. also fat. Oh, he got fat again, so literally they just reset him entirely. I think he's Doc Ock again. Like I think he's straight up Doc oh. Ock. At least let him keep the young body for a little bit longer. I, know. I don't I think they did not. I think it's just it's just wholly disappointing. Uh, Lawrence Perry, hey guys, so to Spider or not to Spider, I love any Spider person on the Avengers, but we don't want to risk the Spider fatigue. What do you say? Thanks, you're awesome. Joel, do you have any Spiders on your team? I had a Spider as an alternate, only if I didn't get uh, the Street Smart one I wanted. I I had Spider-Woman as an alternate, but only if I couldn't get the one trade pick I wanted. Ah, okay, okay. So where are we here? Am I picking one? Uh, yeah, sure, if you want. All right. Uh, well, then I'm picking Miles Morales, Spider. <laughs> hey, I get, oh, so double youth on your team. Interesting. Usually we don't see that much, you know, generational divide on an Avengers team. We did for a second with Wade when he's like, okay, let's have three of, the, you know, the main uh, older Avengers, like the Trinity, basically. But, you know, when it was, uh, what is it, Sam and Jane and everything, and then we'll have three of the backbones of who would eventually form the champions. Interesting. Nice. That's right. That's right. So miles, uh, I, and ladies and gentlemen, do I want Peter Parker to be an Avenger so desperately, but I've had over a hundred issues of that. This is something different. I promise you it's something different. And I, and I think it's something you might buy. So uh, as far as Tiffany's team goes, uh, I got miles. She wasn't sure she had a spider person. Uh, Ben Riley. Oh, really? Putting the clone on the team. Interesting. He's is he still an asshole now, or he's what, a little what is bit he of both. even now? Uh, I I tried to encourage her to pick Kane, so we're gonna put <laughs> Ben or Kane on the team. Right. It's, 
because I don't think you have Kane on your roster. So I'm, I'm, no. not, I'm not taking anything from anybody here. But, Dude, uh, no, no, no. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, but Ben or Kane. Just Kane even at these days. Uh, I, I assume he's like a, I think he got resurrected yet again because I think he died during Clone Conspiracy or after Clone Conspiracy yeah. and then came back. I think he's, I think he's now his superpower is basically just dying and coming back to life. Sure, why not? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, all right, keeping, keeping track, ladies and gentlemen, my team thus far is Captain America, Steve Rogers, and Spider-Man, Miles Morales, uh, and Tiffany's team is Misty Knight, Wolverine, and Kane or Ben Riley. Joel, your okay. team is, go ahead. Uh, Ant-Man, uh, Lang, Winter Soldier, and Namor. Nice. It's a good team. I got some. This is very different, very interesting ranges. I think you're, you're picking next, right? Yes, yes, I am. So next up, uh, obviously, I want some female uh, representation on my team. I want some street smarts. This is the person I said that if I couldn't get what I wanted, I would have picked Spider-Man. I'm p- uh, picking Jessica Jones my team we had a whole episode on you know who who is marvel's you know premier female character who could be their wonder woman and we had a very great conversation about how why why can't it be jessica jones why because she's abrasive why because she drinks and swears <laughs> i can't think of anything more quintessentially marvel and here's the thing I, I i'm totally taking a page out of new avengers on this one. Oh, she's on the team she's on the poster but she ain't wearing a costume though she's doing her husband luke cage's thing where she's like no i'm on the team but as jessica right no i don't jewel was the mistake i made Mm. that makes me angry yes jessica jones is who i am i love that jessica jones is a great character i agree uh that she should be held up uh even if she wouldn't want to be because she doesn't want to be I love that. And that would be the whole thrust of it. Like Bucky would come to her and be like, look, you know, you you should be so much more than you are now. I know you have this, you know, long history with Hero Dumb and how it's hurt you before, but you know, we're we're putting together a team of losers and outcasts and people with dark past. You know, you'll you'll fit on this team the way you wouldn't fit with Steve and Thor and Iron Man and everything. Because we're we're all fucked up like you, Jess. Right. It's fine. Come come join our party. I, I think he'd be more successful if he's like, I slept on your couch before. Like when <laughs> we were the new Avengers, like we used to like hang. Hmm. So, Let's uh, do that again. Yeah, come on, man. I love. It'd be great too, because she because she'd butt heads obviously with Namor, and she'd be annoyed by Scott Lang and everything. And I think it would be a lot of fun. Right. I forgot. I also yeah. I also picked stature on my team. I forgot about that. Nice, nice. And, and if I couldn't have gotten Jessica Jones, I would have accepted Spider Woman, and I also would have accepted X twenty three. She's the one young person, but then again, so tied up in X Men right now, I wouldn't want to divorce her from what's going on at the moment. No, it's true. It's true. Um, though I am picking X-23. Uh, hey, there you go. <laughs> uh, as un- under the moniker of Wolverine, I just wrote X-23 so I didn't forget that I actually picked Laura. But uh, yeah, I, I, I... The costume is so good. Yep, costume is so great. Character's so great. I, I-, I like her. Again, you putting Wolverine on the team. You see the colors, see the costume, the claws. You're going to buy it. it- it's-, it's a cool story. Trust me. Um, Michael Lopez says, finally caught one of these live. I'm a big fan. I've been watching since the beginning. Thank you very much, uh, Michael. Appreciate it. What do you think of Dan Slott writing Avengers or who would write your team? Uh, Do you have a creative team? I don't want to give it away just yet. 
No, I didn't have a creative team on this one, actually. I probably should have thought of something. Huh, that's well, not like think me. Think of something as we go, but uh, I, 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 like, I, I like Dan Slott sometimes. I think that Dan Slott is perfectly suited to write Fantastic Four, but I think Fantastic Four is really boring right now. So mm. I don't know if I trust Dan Slott to write an Avengers book, though maybe he is. Like, I, I don't know. I, I think he needs something challenging to really like stretch his muscles and give him give him some place to work where he can really Great. i don't know go on a vision quest and get and get his shit together because like uh, there is no reason why a dance lot fantastic four book shouldn't be a great great book absolutely he can be funny he knows his continuity uh man that empire tie-in he did for fantastic four was pretty good i remember picking that up and i'm like are they are they all like this because this is pretty good i feel like i've been missing out that's how i felt i was like is this like and they're not (laughs) that's a fluke the the characters are pretty are are very faithful but it's a little boring it's a shit um, let's see. Uh, so that was mine. Tiffany's team. I got uh, Misty Knight and Wolverine. Uh, for her, I'm. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. And, and uh, Ben or Kane. Uh, Tiffany's team. We're picking Kate Bishop. Hey, nice again. Got got a show coming up. They officially. I mean, she was always cast, but they officially cast Haley Steinfeld did they now. Really? So that's yes, they did. That's official now. That's great. It was always like 50-50 official, but then again, it's also like maybe she doesn't want to agree to this project if Renner is going to continue to be insane in the public eye, but he seems to have gone away just long enough that people forgot. Right, good. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. She's terrific. I, I, I love that it idea. Um, Grit's an amazing movie, and she's amazing in it. Yeah, yep. I liked her in Bumblebee. Ah, <laughs> uh, True, yeah, true enough. And I mean, I guess she's, what is it, in Spider-Verse too, so she can already, she's already double dipping in Marvel. Yeah, she's Gwanda. Um, Denial says Miles being on another Avengers team would be really interesting to see after how badly it went for him and the younger heroes last time. Yeah. Agreed. Let's mend some fences. Whereas, like, you know, last time I was on this team, right? We got so pissed off. We left and formed our own because you guys sucked so hard during Civil War, too. Yes. Uh, Tevia says, I would like Laura, all new Wolverine, and Mayday Parker. Time displaced or reality displaced Mayday. Uh, I've never seen it. Uh, I would love. I, I I would read that book. You kidding me? Uh, and Angel Smith, if you want to get nuts, put Moon Knight on the team just so they can keep an eye on him. Don't want another Age of Conchu incident to happen. Uh, when I had the idea, when I had another idea, I was like, gotta get Moon Knight. And when this idea formed, he f- quickly fell away. I never got Moon Knight anywhere <laughs> near this team. So I, but Moon I did was, is like a, Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say he's, he was, I, he was a West coast Avenger. Like was, he was on the team. It counts. Yeah. He could be like the Batman of the team where it's like the team is financed by Moon Knight. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Moon Knight for me was a third alternate from like this, you know, heroes with dark past. He certainly makes sense and everything. But uh, but I liked my first pick better. And also, too, we should probably say keeping keeping with the theme there. We're picking eight. That's like seven main members yep. and an eighth kind of reservist wild card member because there's you know Aaron's team has eight. Your average sports team, et cetera, et cetera. That's uh, th- that's the number convention. If people were wondering, yes, that's right. Cool. Yeah, good. Because I'm on eight. <laughs> uh, As am I. So who have you got? Who's next? Okay. 
next up, here's a bit of a weird one, and here's one that I knew you and Tiffany would not fight me on this person. You gotta you gotta have a weird one in there. And for me, this guy would kind of be like the POV character. Cause I would really like to see the world of Avengers and Marvel superhero dumb through the eyes of this character. It's never been done before, and this is a character that had a huge Huge like rise in stock because of uh, no surrender, and they never did anything with him after that, which bugged me. Even though he had arguably one of the coolest moments, yep. that character is Living Lightning. Yes, yes, I completely agree. Living Lightning had my favorite moment in that series, and he deserves it. Like he deserves to be elevated. He he crushed it. Him and DaCosta, like the two of them, Definitely. really crushed that book and deserve a shot. Uh, uh, at at greater stardom living lightning Absolutely. i love it and former avenger classic well not classic but like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he has been an avenger and and had a terrific moment also sticks with my theme too because he spent some time as a villain his father was a villain so you know makes sense with some of these more darker edged avengers and hey uh hispanic man and gay man as well on the team so there you go you get uh you know some really great representation there that you wouldn't get in anything else that you don't even get with the avengers team now in fact that's true the the, the current avengers team is for a lot of people i know that we got a lot of comments about our rundown of aaron's first volume where people are like, you don't like it because it's classic Avengers. And that's how it should feel. It feels like an older kind of like bombastic Avengers book, even though, you know, it's not. I mean, Ghost Rider. (laughs) Uh, But at the same time, like, yeah, it's not very, it's not especially diverse. No, no, it's a very, except for Black Panther, it's a pretty lily white team, isn't it? Yeah. And I I guess Robbie too. Robbie and Robbie and T'Challa. Yeah, but and then again, too, Robbie's like, well, he's the junior kid. He's the young boy there. He's basically getting us coffee and driving us places and shit. Yeah, he's the car. <laughs> which, which isn't that weird. It's a hey, we have one Hispanic person on the team. What does he do? He drives us around. Oh, yeah, he's Winston. He drives the car. That was a note oh. from the real Ghostbusters, by the way. If anybody was ever like wondering when real Ghostbusters was a show that was like a lot of fun. Uh, the first season, great stuff. Good good writing fun story uh the show was a runaway success naturally as a result the studio's like how can we fix it so they hired <laughs> this consultant firm to come in and ruined the they just destroyed the show uh they changed janine they changed her voice her glasses made slimer more important yes, i remember that's where slimer came in where it was like if slimer's not in the scene people need to be asking each other where slimer is there is slimer uh they and but they also made a thing where they were like they kept marginalizing winston where they were like if winston like they they had little like character descriptions for everybody they're like you know egon's the brains venkman's the mouth uh ray is the heart and winston drives the car amazing i'm like what the hell by the way little known fact about that is it turns out the consulting firm that they hired lied on their resume made up a whole bunch of clients they didn't <laughs> they didn't have any credentials whatsoever they just they had no ex, like, experience they 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 got experience from lying about their experience and eventually their roster became really impressive but at the same time like they had no explanation for their crazy insane bullshit for what they said was a problem for children or for sales it's the most Hollywood story ever. We lied about it and then made it to the top, so we yep. didn't have to lie anymore. 
her. Yeah. You know, one of the most successful producers in all of Hollywood was a hairdresser who can't read. Uh, yes. Gra- <laughs> yes, I do know that. Holy shit. Grace and loves of- giant spiders. And loves giant spiders in the third act. Uh, Grayson Red says, hear me Fish out. greatest killer, Sal. You know, that's right. <laughs> and polar bears are the most dangerous killers in the animal kingdom. Uh, Grayson Red says, hear me out. Zadarsky for Avengers, his two and one. I love Zadarsky. Uh, and yes, I have a it's different to happen. I have a different pick just because like, see, lately, lately, it seems like I've been really carrying Zadarsky's balls and I really want to like not necessarily <laughs> seem like I'm just all about Zadarsky. Uh, so I picked a different writer that I think would be actually better suited for my team. That being said, I love Zadarsky and he's a pick for a different team. Uh, so thank you. Well, now that we've said that, I can't pick Zadarsky now, so I will have to go. No, I'm, I'm the one who's been there. like, oh yeah, hey, if you guys heard of this guy named Chip Zadarsky, he only won like two Eisners. Uh, Christopher Jodorly, just helping us out. Thank you very much with a pound. Thank you very much. I just wanted the. Ex- hey. I just wanted to say a pound. Uh, but yeah. So uh, where are we? You picked yours, I think. Am I next? I don't remember. Living Lightning. All right, Living yeah, Lightning. Thank you, That's right. Uh, I'm picking Ironheart. Hey, holy shit. Nice. Uh, I wanted a tech Some character. Some really youth on the team. Yeah, I wanted a tech character. I wanted Actually, a smart person who could carry it in that way, who could fill that role. As you could tell, Iron Man's not on my team. So, but uh, I went with Ironheart. I feel like she also might be better suited for a team book as opposed to like the series solo series yeah and again she she did really good when they actually put her on champions and i think that's when people started to change their tune on her immensely and uh, e- even uh what is it a uh, eve l ewing now uh no, no relation to the other ewing no isn't that it was really confused they're not related no, yeah. they're not and isn't that really freaking confusing that there's two ewings in comics and they're not uh related yeah that is confusing. Uh, yeah she, uh, she continued to uh, focus on her uh, in Outlawed, and I actually liked uh, what she did with her there. Nice. Um, all right, so I picked her. Uh, Tiffany would like Nova, Richard Ryder. Hey, there. Yeah, put him anywhere, really. He's not on the Guardians. He's not in anything at the moment. Well, actually, no, is he in Guardians? It's been a while since I've read the new series. I don't read Guardians, but uh, I will say... No, that's right, come back with Ewing. He absolutely did come back and he became part of Star-Lord's other team uh, because Star-Lord kind, kind of pissed off uh, the movie version of the Guardians and then they went and did their own thing and Quill might be dead now. He might not be. I haven't read the new issue yet. Uh, uh, I, all, all I'll say is Rich uh, in, in, for explaining Tiffany's justification Rich is a great team player. He was practically mm-hmm. the leader of the New Warriors. Like he's, he, he works. Like he's just, he just works like on it. a team. Um, yeah, I can a lot. And again, maybe that'll maybe that will give Sam some free space where it's like, no, look, if you want Dick Ryder, he's here on the Avengers. Go read him here. Leave Sam alone. Everybody gets what they want. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so that's her. Uh, you're up. Okay, so you picked an iron person, I and I want to pick. I want to pick an iron person too, because again, I have uh, Bucky, who kind of fills the Captain America role. I have Namor, who you know kind of fills the Hulk role. I picked an iron person too, but I didn't pick the iron person you would probably expect me to pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I picked Doctor Tony Ho, the daughter of Yin Sid and the second Iron Patriot, mainly because she's a fun character. She's useful, you know. Again, get some Asian representation in there, and her version of the Iron Patriot 
Patriot suit is really cool. It's big and bulky and like very Iron Gianty, and I like that a lot. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I never really had any experience with Tony Ho except in like maybe the one issue of US Avengers I read and her role in No Surrender. Um, I loved her look. It reminds me of Big Guy and Rusty. It reminds me of Stars yes. and Stripe. 100%. Like, 100%. I, I love her design. I love that, like, hey, you need a genius on the Avengers. Sounds great. Good, to, good, good pick. So, also, I'm at. I'm an Asian American and I'm still the Iron Patriot. I dig that very much. If I couldn't have gotten Tony Ho and I didn't think anyone was going to fight me on Tony Ho, no. I would also have taken Joe. I would also have taken Joe Costa. Oh, good, good, good pull. Yeah. Joe Costa is a great pick. Also classic Which, Avenger type character. Absolutely. And again, you get that Ultron connection. You get that Pym family connection. And uh, say what you want about Dan Slott's Iron Man run. He did some great work with Joe Costa in that, actually. Giving her a, a day job and giving her a relationship with Machine Man and everything. She was one of the most interesting characters in that run. Oh, made her a major character. Like, made her a main character in yeah. the run. I, uh, who would normally... I assume they just, when they don't use her in any books, they just turn her off and stick her in a broom closet. So, like, I'm glad they're actually... That literally seems to be the thing. Yeah. Um, love Tony Ho. Good call. Uh, I would like to pick uh, Kamala Khan, Ms. Marvel. Hey, you're getting all the champions up in here. <laughs> I feel like she's just a, she's just a smart pick. It just, just makes sense for this team. Um, She's got a show. She's going to be in the game. Her stock only continues to rise over the next couple of years. Yeah, you should put her on the Avengers. You should put her front row and center. She's one of the best success stories in modern Marvel. Yeah, I think part of the issue with her on Champions and and on that weird Avengers team that she was on for a minute uh, was that she was kind of thrust into a leadership position, and I don't think she mm. really should be. Not that I think she's a not that I think that she shouldn't be a leader, but I think that she's not ready yet. She's not there. Like, and I think that people are realistically portraying her as like, what would happen if a 14 year old, 15 year old girl was a, was, was leading the Avengers or the champion. Like she'd screw up. Like she'd not, she wouldn't be very good at it and she'd feel really bad about it. And she beat herself up over her like mistakes. And it's just, there's too much. There's, just be on the team. Inspire. Which is literally what, which is literally what the Zub run was. And it's like, well, I, I guess I'm the most experienced out of all of you and the most emotionally mature. So I, I guess I'm leader then. <laughs> exactly. Like that's, that's not, that's not the way that <laughs> that's not the way to lead. Um, Robert core says a, a new roster should take in left behind mutants. Uh, I hear what you're saying. I really wanted to do like pretty much like a mostly mutant squad, but then I remember the Avengers unity squad and I and neither Tiffany nor myself, and I don't know about you, Joel, but like it sounds like we're on the same page. None of us wanted to screw with Hickman's run. It's true. Uh, if Hellions didn't come out, and if I didn't get Living Lightning, I would have wanted Havoc. Because again, oh, yeah. uh, again, Mutant Unity Squad, a character who has been dragged through the mud so much, kind of has a dark past, you know, with Goblin Queen and everything else. Just yeah. give, just fucking Havoc something, please. Just give him, give him something. He tries so hard. <laughs> uh tb says i love these discussions in creator chats keep them coming like i'm stuck at the house for a little while uh looking like i'm stuck in the house for a little while anyway my iron character is pick is dr doom oh hey interesting i loved that run uh i loved that idea we'll the only thing that sucked about that was the last issue it was a great idea he was also like an avenger for a half second 
Yes, he was in Axis. Actually, again, that was my thing. Do do the Axis Avengers count? Because if so, I could put fucking Carnage or something on. Oh here. my god! <laughs> or, or Hobgoblin. They they never answered that. Do they? They invited Hobgoblin to join the actual Avengers at the end of that because Robert Kingsley had uh, what is it gone good yep. and was given superhero identities now, and they never followed up on that. No, nobody wants to deal with that. And yeah, I assume all the. Switches were flipped after the world blew up, but yeah, who knows? Yes. Uh, Denial says, choose Tony Ho to scare Jeff Loeb. Oh, yeah, there you Jeff Loeb has been accused of being racist against Asian people. Uh, and, and boy, were they quick to find that uh, picture of him in the karate gi with the headband. And I'm like, oh, this doesn't help your case at all. Not so much. I don't want to really weigh in on it or turn this episode into that, but like, ha ha. Uh, Luke S six eight one says they should do they should go the new Avengers route for the MCU and put Cage on the team to keep the peer, the heroes grounded and look out for the people. That's Luke Cage's I job. Did. I love Luke Cage as that role. And he he's the leader of the new Avengers as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So wait. Yeah, about it. Uh. So all right for uh wait. So I picked Ms. Marvel. Oh, so I'm on Tiffany. Okay. Uh, Tiffany would like. And there's this is a toss up either Jane Foster Valkyrie mm. or Songbird. Mm, I like both of those a lot. Actually, Songbird doesn't get a lot of play. She's obviously been affiliated with a lot of Avengers team and she fills the role of a Hawkeye or a Black Widow without reusing Hawkeye or Black Widow who just feel like it also rands on all the teams that get put on. Exactly. Exactly. So one or the other uh i think we i i picked valkyrie but <clears throat> you know but i but i i'll, I'll i kind of like the songbird idea better so you know i'll just leave that there um all right joel who else you got this is okay what, so last last two right or last one last two okay to this is this is seven and then my eighth wild card so as i've shown this is a pretty volatile team with some pretty big personalities you need you need someone to rein them in you need someone to basically be the den parent someone with experience someone who has been on other avengers team basically an elder statesman and they're also my marvel person too but not the marvel person you think i want spectrum on this team oh. i want spectrum to run rough shot over everybody and keep everyone in line she's the moral center and also she's got something to prove is the thing because she's like i ran the avengers back in the day and no one remembers me and that's such bullshit i'm more of an original captain marvel than carol danvers <laughs> yeah no one no one ever gives me the time of day yeah. and again hey we're going to be in the TV show and possibly the movie too. So, you know, I'm future proofing this to be like, Hey, get in on spectrum now. And she had great parts in no surrender and no road home. So clearly you can write really good stories with her. Yes. I love spectrum. Spectrum was one of those characters that I, re when I was first coming up with this thing, I was like, okay, clearly the, the team will be led by spectrum. Um, because I love Monica Rambeau. I really loved her on next wave and how she was like, made fun of in that series um but i uh i, I the, when i when the direction i was going in crystallized i was like she has no role to play in this and it's made up so i don't feel bad about not using her <laughs> um uh spasm hd says hey sal just wanted to say you and tiffany always make me look at stories in a fresh new way even making my deployment more tolerable thank you spasm uh hope you're doing wow. hope you're hope you're staying well be safe and uh, thank you, man. Hopefully, uh, we'll we'll see you soon. Uh, 
Scandalous Likewise. Sam uh, with a pound. Thank you very much, Scandalous. And uh, there. So um, there we go. Uh, what's it called? Spectrum or Photon or Captain Marvel or Monica Rambeau. Yes. Uh, I, so, so many names. I like Spectrum and I like the white and black costume. I, I love think it that's too. very slick. Yeah, I'll take any of them. I, I, I'm the one that I'm the most familiar with, of course, is the one where she had the afro and the full body suit um, from I think it was Secret Wars. But uh, mm. yeah, I, I'll I'll take uh, I'll take the one that she wears now. She uh, should bring the afro back. That should be a big deal where it's like, I'm going back. Everything old is new again. That's the thing. Like if, if Storm can rock the mohawk, I can bring back the fro. And then Misty yeah, Knight's like, excuse me. Yeah, really. Uh, some of us have been rocking it forever, but you know. Am I a joke to you? <laughs> oh, but we can't talk about that. Hey, we'll cross over our two teams and that'll be the thing that brings them together. There you go. Uh, so I I'm shocked we have no crossover. I'm shocked that we'd be, I thought we'd be fighting over some characters and have to do raids like an actual sports draft. Me too, me too. Um, all right, so my pick uh, for seven is Wiccan. Mm, nice get some magic muscle on the team i if i couldn't have gotten spectrum i would have wanted scarlet witch but again too connected to the x-men right now been on too many versions of the team and i feel like so many writers struggle with what to do with scarlet witch yep she's in two empire tie-ins from this past week and she's doing two completely different things nobody knows what to do with her i had an idea and i tossed it to tiffany and she was like that sucks <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah, I'll just throw that out. And I'll talk about it more later when the when the whole thing crystallizes. Um so for Tiffany and she didn't have eight, she had seven. I think it's seven. One, two, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, for her seventh character, uh, she'd like Baymax. Oh, that's a fun one, because people <laughs> forget Baymax is Marvel and they can totally use those characters, they just choose not to. That's right. And uh, she was a big fan of Big Hero 6 when it was written by Chris Claremont. Uh, so she was like, yeah, I think I think Bang Max would be fun. And screw it. Like, you know, it doesn't matter which Baymax. You want to put the one from the movie in there, that works too. But uh, seeing... That's so clever. Yes, you need a big lovable sidekick to sell toys on the team. That's so goddamn clever. I know. I was like, Baymax, what? Um, so, yeah, that that's her pick for, for Baymax. Uh, for her event because there's no one cute on the avengers you're right you need like the cute disarming one that the kids can enjoy yep and that's that's good i agree so good i agree um what was it omega projects is my team iron man hulkling wiccan luke cage iron fist nova which is sam alexander and beta ray bill and storm uh, I, I toyed with beta ray bill for a minute because you know he's been an annihilator but he hasn't been an avenger yeah so yeah, yeah. Couldn't I, I, I love Beta Ray Bill. He's a fun character. He's being used really well to good effect right now. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, who's your wild card? Okay. So, my wild card, technically one of the newest Avengers, maybe the newest at time of recording. Uh, he's technically also a Savage Avenger, but he's a real Avenger too in his own book. Eddie Brock Venom. I want him to be the guy they keep in the background and being like, look, need this to be taken care of seriously call eddie and so he comes in as venom it's like where do you need me bucky <laughs> yeah he he was he was a dark avenger oh, wait no see what well the symbiote was the dark avenger was matt gargan at the at, in the suit <laughs> so either way i can't say, ooh, that could be a funny thing inside eddie said you know i was an avenger before you're technically a dark avenger but you know yeah who, who's splitting hairs <laughs> right exactly exactly i used to eat scrolls for fun 
<laughs> oh, we have fun. But yeah, they asked him to join just recently in the main Avengers book, which makes sense with Noel coming and everything and yeah. Eddie trying to be more of a hero now than he's ever been and more of a solo character free from all the Spider-Man baggage. So in a way, Eddie's also my spider person, yeah, too. Absolutely. No, Eddie gets the spider crowd. Uh, that works perfectly. That's a great idea. I love I love I love that visual. He's also a savage Avenger, as you mentioned, so I mean, yeah. or whatever. I didn't read that. Like I read the first two he, issues and was like, okay, this is weird. Um, and he, he's twice covered. In fact, you could do a cool thing. You could do what they do in Stargirl with the shade, and that is you have all the heroes on the page looking cool, and in the back you just see the outline of Venom's eyes, like I'm here too, but maybe not. Oh, that'd be really fun. That's a great tease. But then again, maybe. they're also like, Well, we can't not put Venom on the cover though. That'll sell oh, yeah. more issues. But yeah, that's a cool idea. I love it. When we talk to the media, Eddie can't be here because lots of people still remember all the evil shit Venom has done. But you're part of the team, though. And if I couldn't have him, I also would have had Deadpool. But again, that's a little on the nose. And also, uh, he had a good run on Uncanny Avengers. And yeah. I, I kind of like him more on his own now. Similarly with Moon Knight, you could have him. You could not have him. Right, right. That's true. Um, so for my last, it's not really a wild card, but I just wanted him on the team. Uh, speed. Hey, we put it all together. This is this is the whole this is the conceit. Um, so your uh, your book is about people looking for redemption. Yes, the redemptive Avengers, the darker past Avengers. I I can't think of an overarching name for this. Uh, again, maybe maybe pull out Secret Avengers again because no one's used that in a while. And they're like, look, Avengers with secrets and dark past and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Uh, for mine. It is, it would be the Avengers. It's, it's the Avengers right. team. Uh, it would be a West Coast Avengers. They moved to the West Coast. Um, nice. But I wouldn't call it West Coast Avengers because that title is death. So it would just be called. It's a kiss of death. Yeah, it's just called the Avengers. And the pitch is basically you open the book with Captain America and he is meeting with like for two pages with every or a full page. And then the next page is the, is the reveal. It's, he's talking to every character you've ever wanted on the Avengers, every character that's been a classic member of the Avengers. And it goes in like progressive order, goes like from new Avengers all the way up to the current roster, where Captain America is having the same exact speech or conversation with all of them. So you put it all together, you know, as one big monologue, where he's basically saying like, I have fought side by side with you. We fought gods, we fought monsters, demons, and we've gone to hell and back. And there and, and I would trust you with my life and there is no one I would count more strongly as an Avenger than you. Mm. And that's where and with you, we end it on Tony Stark. But he's and then oh. and it wraps up with him saying, but these kids need to step up. And it's like it, like it. A lot. So it's Captain America being like, this isn't where I'm going to I'm going to pick you as Avengers and then send you on your way. This isn't about me making you the West Coast Avengers. You are event. You children are Avengers, and I'm gonna make it official by leading you. So it's Captain America and essentially a child army of like the next generation because he's like, I'm gonna be here for a while. Like my own. Like I don't know if I can age. I don't know if I can die, and right. my colleagues are all gonna like fall apart and die one day. And these kids are the next generation, and I need to make sure they're ready. And like. So, in our future we need to teach them how to leave yeah so he's like so he he goes why not now so then captain america leads the avengers and the avengers are you know miles morales wiccan speed stature Ironheart, ms marvel and x-23 and he's like he goes like or he doesn't go to krakoa but he works it out or he finds like some 
machine that allows him to go through the portals and gets her. But he's like, he's like, I need, and we need you. Like, I need you. You know, when I, you know, I had this conversation about a, a couple of months or years back because it was 10 years ago. God knows how much time that means. But, you know, he's like, we had this conversation once about, about your predecessor and I was against it. But what I, <laughs> what I didn't want to realize was like how, de- how, how much we needed him. And we need you now, you know? So it's just a, it's just a young Avengers couched as an Avengers book, but it's got Captain America as the, as the leader. I like that. I like that a whole lot. Because he's like, I know you're not going to call them the Avengers, but if I'm on the team, you just might. Uh, my book is written yeah. by Tom Taylor with art by R.B. Silva. It would look nice, awesome. Nice. And Tom gets all these characters. Or Tom would... Tom knows about the marginalized and the, and the lesser appreciated. Oh, yeah. he, he, would give it, he would give it to us. Um, Tiffany's team, of course, is, the, is her Avengers just it's just straight up this is her like main avengers book uh um, with misty knight leading uh she would like she wanted tom taylor i took him uh but <laughs> or chip zadarsky so i'll let tiffany takes chip zadarsky uh, and she'd like marco cicetto as the artist the current artist I was on gonna the- <laughs> <laughs> he's so good it really is if you're not familiar with him you've got to pick up zadarsky's daredevil run marco cicetto is a treasure and draws bandages the way that I never thought I could ever see them. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, Planes Crafter helping us out in a big bad way. Thank you very much, Planes Crafter, man. Um, Denial uh, says, uh, surprise, Joel didn't pick Blue Marvel given his disastrous family life and history of getting screwed over by the government. That's true. Well, it was between him or Spectrum, and I wanted a, uh, what is it, equal thing for men and women. Yeah. Which is also why I didn't pick Jocasta, too, because, like, well, technically she's a robot, <laughs> but she presents as a woman. But I feel like if I pick Jocasta or Vision, that's just like a blank spot in there that throws off my balance. That's true. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, Mitchell Best says, What are your thoughts on Earth's Mightiest Heroes before they all became quippy Spider Man ripoffs on Avengers Assemble show? Earth's Mightiest Heroes got me into comics. Uh, hands down, it's the best marvel animated cartoon of all time better than spectacular see i think i like spectacular a little more than avengers i consider them in the same universe technically they were until they changed the voice actor that's right ladies and gentlemen josh keating was spider-man in the along came a spider episode which debuted spider-man in earth's mightiest heroes but when disney acquired the spider-man tv rights and fast-tracked the ultimate spider-man series they dubbed over Keating or threw away his masters and replaced him with the kid from the from Cody or whatever, the sweet life. Drake I don't Bell. know. Yeah. Uh, Drake Bell. Thank you. They replaced him with Drake Bell. So guy he, sucks. <laughs> he sucks. He was fine in the episode, but like Keating was Spider-Man. Us uh, yes, forever will be. That's that's the voice I read as a long time afterwards, because that's just how good he was. Right. Uh, w Vang 0013 in the NFL they have something called con- compensatory picks those are essentially extra picks for teams with their movies coming up I want to know would you take Black Knight Cersei and Shang-Chi uh, yeah I think those would be excellent choices especially Shang-Chi because again uh, father was a villain makes sense here you know kind of you know trying to make up for bads I think him and Living Lightning would actually get along in that regard plus I mean who doesn't want a martial arts guy on your team yeah 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 um, I would love any of those characters. They don't fit in my narrative, but like I could figure out ways to use them and have them show up uh, easily. Black Knight and Cersei, no problem. Um, 
Uh, and, and just for added fun, I'm also going to throw out Tiffany's other pitch for an entirely different Avengers team written by Jerry Duggan. Oh. Uh, Jerry Duggan's Avengers Occult uh, drawn by either R.B. Silva or Mike Del Mundo. I, I, Ooh, I, love me some Del Mundo, too. Yeah, Mike Del Mundo can do the covers. Uh, Tiffany just picking all the best artists here. Leave some good artists for the I rest know, of I know. us. Uh, Avengers Occult is led by Elsa Bloodstone. Nice. With, I almost had her on mine, too. Right? With the following characters. Conan the Barbarian. Ex. Uh Nico Minru, a.k.a. Sister Grimm. Oh, someone remembers Nico. That's nice. Uh, Robbie Ray is Ghost Rider. Uh, Man-Thing. Hey. And Rintra. Uh, oh, that's pretty fucking balanced. I like that. And occasionally popping in uh, to help out with the team would be magic. I like she just didn't go with Doctor Strange on that. I like it's a whole different team. We're getting away from Strange and Scarlet Witch. Yeah, no Strange. This is Avengers Occult. It's led by Elsa Bloodstone. I don't know where their operations are, but Jerry Duggan would be a hell, do a hell of a job. R.B. Silva or Mike Del Mundo would, <clears throat> would make it look totally dope. It's just, just something that would be really fun to see. Again, it's, it's one of those things where it's like they've made a lot of Avengers books lately, but mm. that's something that they've, they have not done or haven't given the right vehicle and you know and man oh, thing is like the hulk avengers on their team dark. really cool yeah yeah avengers dark yeah uh, I, I thought of a creative team for mine uh okay give me matthew rosenberg who's going to be joining spider-man soon i think he's funny i think he has a good eye for continuity and also hey if you read his kingpin book he's really good at writing conflicted people with you know dark feelings yes. and everything inside them i think he'd work for this and uh l- let me get a good artist that your wife hasn't got yet phil noto i want phil noto oh, to draw my- phil noto that's a great artist i love that idea um hmm. All right, so Tiffany has a little rundown, by the way, for each of the Avengers teams, for her teams, so I'll, I'll go ahead and read those. Since we just talked about the occult, I'll do that one. Uh, this one writes itself, after some fairly horrific magic or mystical event destroys a small town in Maine. That's right, Stephen King, we can write up there too. Doctor ah. Strange is concerned by the lack of warning signs that led up to it. After having a conversation with Captain America, he calls upon Elsa Bloodstone to start putting together a team. She is hesitant, but begins to make some calls. Steven places a few others on the team to round it out and to make sure the team touches on other areas of the supernatural and also convinces Conan to join. Because who doesn't want Conan? Yeah, because that would be totally dope. Um, So let's see. Oh, Tiffany says, uh, I feel like I need to address how Baymax is on my main Avengers team. Uh, Since Big Hero 6 isn't doing much and no other members on the team, maybe Baymax was sent by Hero or perhaps he's in storage in some sort of lower power mode and is activated by Mm -hmm. the events or by one of the characters. I just really want to see Baymax on a different team, maybe doing a fastball special with Wolverine. Uh, see, that would be fun, too, because that would give them a reason if they just woke up like, oh, I need to find Hero again. I need to find the big Hero 6 and the rest of the Avengers. Like, we, we, we don't know who those people are. Right, exactly. But I do like, because by the way, like the Baymax of the movie and the Baymax of the cartoon or the comic book are very different. And so hers yes. would be the comic book one would act as the Hulk of their team. And yeah, a fastball special with, with, with Baymax and Wolverine would be freaking dope. Uh, as far as the main Avengers yeah. team led by Misty Knight, she says, they're a motley crew more akin to New Avengers. I'd like it to have that sort of feel. They come together much like the New Avengers during a crisis in New York in which multiple villains are set loose upon the city. While these villains would normally not work together, something is working behind the scenes to manipulate them for a greater goal. Misty takes an unofficial lead of the crew to solve the, Im- the immediate problem, even though each hero has responded individually and all, not all of them want to take her lead. 
Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. That's that's reluctant. Good. Exactly. Exactly. And I really I, I love all of our our pitches because they're all very different and they all kind of like sell the book. Exactly. They're, they're not just like here's here's a team of characters that are all powerful that I think would be really cool. Uh, it, it's also like buy them because they're in the book. Right, buy them because I like them all. Like, no, these are this is the story behind those characters. Um, Which actually makes me sad too, because that was very much the idea behind that Strike Force book from Teeny Howard. And I think that got canceled this week. Oh yeah, I think it did. <laughs> um, what was it? Uh, Michael Lopez says, "What about Christopher Daniel Barnes?" Uh, Writer. What, what what about him? Uh, he he voiced Spider-Man in the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. And uh, I like him a lot, but Josh Keating is Spider-Man. Well, he was also Prince Eric, too, which when I figured that out, that blew my fucking mind that Spider-Man was also the guy from Little Mermaid. Yeah, that's awesome. By the way, I loved Crystal, Christopher Daniel Barnes. Don't get me wrong, but I also but I'm a sucker for spectacular. Uh, nerd- I mean, I mean, Daniel Barnes had some of the best lines ever. Shocker! <laughs> Mary Jane! Yeah! <laughs> Blew out the mic. Amazing. Uh, Nerd King 101, have you ever seen the DC Abridged Universe? It's a parody of the DC Animated Universe movies and shows like Young Justice. Superman acts like a guy raised on a barn. Uh, Batman's legitimately funny, too. The whole thing is a gold mine and easy fun for, for and a free watch. No, I've never seen Watched it. Watched a little seen a little of it i was really big into a bridge series back when you know like little karibo was starting his thing and i'm like ooh, this is fun uh because someone's doing it with superhero cartoons and everything but you know i'm i'm such a nerd too it's like mm, maybe this is a little much for me i don't know but yeah i've watched a little of them okay is it essentially just the juggernaut bitch kind of thing where it's like making fun of the show it's- a little more than that again little karibo who did Yu-Gi-Oh! abridged and dragon ball abridged that came later and everything basically it's you take a show you pare it down and you turn everyone's personalities up to a hundred basically that's yep. how you do it it's th- there is definitely craftsmanship in it and some of it is like really freaking impressive again dragon ball abridge ridiculously impressive because they went back and changed every single mouth flap and you know redid the music and everything and oh yeah it's uh it's really crazy that's cool uh, the super casual pleb says my team would be Scar, Miles, Speed, X twenty three, Ironheart, Blind Spot, and an older Danny Cage with Cap as a mentor leader role. Uh, I like someone to remember Scar exists. He got depowered and literally walked off into the sunset. Yeah, good. <laughs> I hear you. I I I know. Listen, ev- the, you name a character that like no one likes, someone's gonna be like, I love Obnoxio the Clown. Like, there's gonna be somebody <laughs> who represents them. Um. But yeah, that's our draft, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, God. I am. To say, uh, with Scar, you could do a whole alien Avengers team that it's just all the members who are aliens. You could put Star Fox on there and a bunch of others. Yeah, yeah, that'd be dope. Uh, Cam says, Yuri Lowenthal is my main Spidey voice now. I like him a lot. I think he does a great job. Very talented. I thought it was Josh Keating when I first heard the trailer. I was like, oh, they got Josh. And then it's like, no, it's somebody else. And I thought Yuri did it. Yuri did an amazing job with that thing. Everyone's great. Like all of them are terrific and do something, do something different. I feel like the only one I'm like, eh, was the guy who played him in the 60s cartoon show. A little too leading man, a little too deep. But Spider-Man from Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Spider-Man 81, Spider-Man is Amazing Friends. Christopher Daniel Barnes, uh, spectacular. Uh, obviously, Drake Bell sucks. Uh, you know, oh. 
Uh, as a human being, too, not just as a voice actor. Oh, I didn't realize. <laughs> but, uh, and yeah, I, I haven't heard enough of Marvel's Spider-Man to know enough to be like, eh, he's pretty, like, I don't know, um, to, to judge him. But, uh, yeah. I remember it's so confusing because it's a guy who's very well known for voice acting, but he sounds like one of his more famous characters. So I could never hear Spider-Man because I was always hearing another character that he did. Mm, that's tough. Also, also, I'm pretty sure. Also, I'm pretty sure Josh Keating is in one of those new Marvel shows playing another character sounding like Spider-Man. And that threw me off, too. Oh, that, uh, that, that's that's no good <laughs> oh. like why why is that voice coming out of him i can't i can't do this yeah why didn't you just make him spider-man um oh that's right neil patrick harris plays him in the video game uh oh, yeah web of shadows or well i don't remember which one it was shattered dimensions and didn't he also he also voiced him in the mtv cartoon the mtv cartoon yeah he did that's right good call good call um, he's fun. Neil Patrick Harris. I don't know if he's my definitive Spider-Man, but he's all right. He's not. He, but, but I dug him. I was like, Neil Patrick Harris, that makes sense. And then I heard him. I'm like, oh, okay, you're fine. Uh, anyway, uh, that was the draft, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us and giving your own picks for Avengers. Uh, may these titles all get picked up one day. Uh, Please. We will see you guys next week with an all-new episode. Of course, there's so much more here on Comic Pop. Make sure to like this video, subscribe to the channel, click the bell for notifications, and go to patreon.com slash comic pop for a bonus one-shots show where Joel and I continue the show afterwards. Uh, Charles Mikulis says, oh, yeah. Reno Romano is one of my favorite Spider-Man voices. Uh, I don't know that one. I will look him up right now. Just, yeah. just to round out the blank show. blank on that one. Um, also if people really like this fan draft concept and if this episode does really good you better believe we'll be coming back to do future ones for like x-men or suicide squad and all the other uh, major teams because yeah. i'm sure sal and i and tiff as well too we've, we've all got pitches and ideas we certainly do he was the voice of spider-man in the 2000 activision video game which i really oh, i played the shit out of that game and so yeah, uh, that's it, everybody. We'll hang out with you like, next time. But uh, thanks a lot for watching. And uh, that's, that's all for now. So long, everybody. Bye. <laughs>